everyone. Welcome back or welcome to an all new episode of the 20% podcast. This is a show where we bring you tips and tricks from industry professionals across all industries that you could implement in your current job today. This week's guest is someone I met when he was an executive at one of my customer accounts uh, while he was a senior VP of sales. Now, um, this, this started as an attempt to multi-thread at the executive level. And actually, our first meaningful interaction was him actually letting me know that uh, they were churning from, uh, from our software. Um, but that it's funny because that conversation ultimately led to additional conversations, Zoom calls, and um, this person turned into not only someone I could look to as a mentor, uh, but as just an all-around good person as well. So he's made his living primarily in the, the lead generation space and recently took his experience to PromoWise, which is, uh, which is a B2B demand gen service that uses competitive intelligence, buyer intent, and predictive analytics. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Mr. Joe Espinoza to the 20% Podcast. Joe, this has been a long time in the waiting. Yes, yes, no doubt, man. And, uh, you know, the uh, the lofty setup there, uh, managing expectations, right? But uh, no, great that we were finally able to do it. Funny, the origin story. Great to be here, uh, you know, reconnecting with you. And yeah, man, excited to uh, to dive in. It's so funny because like, just, just, just a comment on that. I mean, like you never know what kind of relationship that you could build with somebody or you never know what one interaction will, will come from anything. So even that first being a, what somebody would consider a negative one, it's really interesting to me at least to realize like, Hey, even if there's not an ideal situation with, with one person or the outcome, like, I think it's pretty cool that we were able to um, become friends and, and you have been invaluable um, during, especially during the, my job search initially, which we'll, we'll jump into um, a little bit as well on, on some of your techniques there. But uh, just wanted to say first and foremost, thank you for all that. Hey man, no problem. I think it's, uh, you know, anytime you get like a, a genuine, uh, you know, authentic conversation, uh, you know, they're, they're few and far between. So yeah, just appreciate it. I think from day one, what you brought to the table in that regard, um, you know, even as we went through that, it was always the goal of problem solving, looking for ways to bring value. Um, so yeah, I think what, what you really brought out of the gate, um, you know, kind of set the stage of, of kind of where, where things built from there. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So first and foremost, Joe, I know we have 17 minutes to dive through this, which we will do our best. Um, but as I do with every single guest on the 20% podcast, love to dive in and hear a little bit more about their background and, and their origin into even before they get into their professional career. I found that a lot of things that we learn in our early career, even before college or even um, in some of those formative years, lay the foundation to some later success as well. So would love to hear a little bit more before you went to study marketing and finance at University of Illinois. Tell me a little bit more about um, what you do, how how your childhood was, what what kind of jobs you had and like what kind of kid you were as well. Yeah, so I, I think, um, you know, some similar experiences to I know what you've kind of highlighted as uh, your background uh, from some of the previous episodes, um, you know, kind of doing it all right. Uh, did like exterior lighting installations. Um, so it was out there, you know, installing uh, these lighting solutions, um, worked at uh, coffee shops, right? Um, tried to open up my own business, uh, delivering groceries on my bike, right? So needless to say, not many people were too eager to trust like an 11-year-old. Uh, or Insta-Joe. You were like Insta-Joe. Yeah, right? <laughs> this was the trend setting. Yes, I was just ahead of the curve, man. That was it. Um, yeah, I think... 
always was looking for ways to um, solve problems, right? Um, was always looking to put in a little bit of work, always willing to dive in a little bit deeper uh, as a kid, right? Um, and I think that always set the tone and the foundation. Going into school, it was never really, uh, you know, my, my preferred uh, long-term occupation, right? Um, and I think that's why I gravitated more towards sales is it just provided that opportunity to get in uh, that sports mentality. And obviously there's a dime a dozen, you know, analogies and, and comparisons. Um, but I think that ability to say, hey, you can really change your stars, put in the work, um, you can hone your craft. Uh, and there's a lot of different ways to go to elevate along those lines. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of the early stuff set the tone for then the the long-term interest in sales and kind of what uh, has set me on that course. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I love to hear the the varying background because I mean, like instantaneously, like even um, like the exterior lighting and installations, you're learning how you're learning customer service and hard work and some of those transferable skills of, you know how to do lighting at your own house now, probably, or doing some of those other handy things, right? Um, coffee shops, you're working with people, learning how to um, be that that face for that person or the um, the face of the brand, essentially, right? The hospitality and getting to know people and upselling potentially. And then even the, the groceries, it sounded like you had some of this entrepreneurial background as well. Um, it sounds like a lot of the things, you wearing these different hats, diving deeper, problem solving. I mean, that's it's, it sounds like it's doing the exact same thing that you're doing right now at Promo Rise, right? Because as, as we were talking before, you're getting into some of the uh, nitty gritty of some of the marketing. You're learning more about finance. You're do, wearing all these hats. Do you think like, why do you love being able to wear a bunch of hats instead of just saying, hey, I just want to stay in this lane or just do this VP role where it's focused on just this? Why why so many hats? Yeah, I think, you know, it's kind of like that entrepreneur aspect that you had highlighted, right, Tyler? Uh, I, I don't think there's a good, there's not a bad. It's just whatever you kind of fall into your preferences and what fires you up for a Monday, right? What makes you excited to go and attack the day? And over the years, I think where I found that uh, really resonated is just more so on the uh, building side, right? Being able to build uh, at that early stage, craft some of that core messaging and really be able to make an impact, um, I think is where I have found it resonates the deepest um, as opposed to you know going through some of the bigger companies and the bigger organization as we got to previously, uh, once again, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing good. There's nothing bad. It's just your preference and being at that scale, uh, just wasn't as fun for me personally. All right. I like being able to get in, do something, roll it out, make an impact, see that drive things forward. Uh, as opposed to, you know, the bigger it gets, it's just, you know, longer to steer and kind of go through some of those things. Yeah. And it's, it's such an interesting perspective. And thank you for sharing that too, because, you know, like I talk to people all the time um, as, as much, much like the conversations that you and I had as when I was looking for a job, it's really important to tie back. Like, what do you actually want in this role? Like, what are those big things that you actually need? Right. Do I want to have more of a responsibility to wear a variety of things? Do I want to be able to be more nimble with my decisions or do I want to go to, uh, and you know, there's other things like the stability, right? Some people will 
I mean, in this economy, it's, <laughs> I don't think there is such a, a thing as stable, right? But traditionally speaking, the startups would be a lot riskier um, versus a, a more well-established company where you're, where you're doing that. Um, but to your point though, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to dive deep into what, like matching what you want in your job to like your, your lifestyle or what, or what your skills are as well. Um, talk to me, I'd love you to share, to share a little bit more about, you know, when I, when you and I had that conversation, uh, this is probably seven, eight months ago now, when I was looking for a new role and you're like, Hey, here's a bunch of these questions that you would consider when you're talking to these, to these VPs or to learn more about their company. Right. Cause it, you know, admittedly, um, much like everybody else, you know, some, some roles that I've been in, I didn't maybe vet out as much as I could have, right. Or you are only able to see so much unless you have people who are helping you to, um, to know what questions to ask essentially. Right. Talk to me a little bit more about how you went about your, um, high level about what the planning and preparation that you took, um, in, in your job hunt as well as you were, you were going out. Yeah, so kind of what you and I had said, it was really honing in on some of those core traits and, and what your priorities were, um, right? Do you want to be on the road a ton? Uh, do you want to be in a, a much bigger, larger organization uh, with a lot more you know, resources, which is great, and usually a lot more red tape, a lot more kind of hoops to jump through, things like that, right? Um, who do you want to work with? Uh, how do you kind of base some of those decisions uh and i wish it was a very like you know you and i had talked it would be great if you could make it like ultimately as systematized as we would all like mm -hmm. uh but as you go through that i think there's things that you kind of unravel and that really speak to you and, and help guide some of those decisions um so yeah it was a, a process of figuring out what i wanted right which was more of we had talked about that building right being able to be a part of uh, kind of creating something and feeding that that entrepreneurial spirit. So I realized as I kept going through more and more and interviewing Series C, Series D companies, um, great organizations, awesome opportunities, right? But it just didn't carry that same level of excitement um, as the chaos and and you know uncertainty of, of that startup lifestyle, mm -hmm. uh, which is really just what jumped out uh, to me based on slowing down enough to think about that, being able to answer that question and then align kind of the next step to, to match up with all of that. Yeah. And that's such a great point that really that pausing, I feel like that's a, that's somewhere where people don't do enough of, right. Because if you're like, um, if you're switching roles, like some, some people in the environment or laid off and they're like, I don't have a job and I can't be that pickier. I don't have the financial means to be that picky. Or there's people that are like, hey, I'm happy in my job, but I want to start looking for for some other things potentially. And that may allow you to do some more of that reflection. But I think that stopping is just a, a huge way to say, what do I actually want? And could point you in the direction more of really what it is. And I think that one of the cool things that you laid out when we were talking is develop these, like, what are the absolute must-haves that you have in this role? Like, I will, no matter what situation that comes across my desk, any opportunity that I have, I will not accept it if I don't have one, two, and three done, right? It's It needs to be 100% remote, or it needs to be in this persona, or this whatever, right? Talk to me about um, why that's so important to know, like, the the must-haves and, and how you think about, like, how you thought about that as well. So going back to kind of that, that previous question, too, 
is there's so much noise out there, right? And I think even as a as a small company, as you start up, um, there's so many things you can do, right? Oh, we could do this. We can do this. Oh, should we look at this? Uh, we were talking about all the, you know, customizations and things like that that can hit. Uh, and once again, figuring out what you say no to is is arguably just as important as figuring out where you want to go. So, yeah, I, I think being able to answer some of those key questions prevents you from being stuck in a spot that's six months, 12 months, three months, whatever that timeline is, you, you know, you feel like, oh, this is not it. And knowing if you had spent a little bit more time at the very early set of that could have provided a lot longer benefit by avoiding some of those things. Um, so yeah, I, I'd absolutely say it's a huge part of the process and company, job search, um, whatever, right? Is being able to articulate, hey, here are maybe some non-negotiables and here are some definite no-goes. Yeah, I love, and it's so interesting too that a lot of these same things, um, or things that like, in, it's just basic decision-making, right? No matter what stage you are, whether it's, you know, cause I have some conversations with 17 and 18 year old cousins of mine who are looking to figure out what they want to do with their life. What do they want to study? That's a big decision too, especially that age, considering I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Right. Um, you know, but what it comes down to is like, uh, a lot of those slowing down and really determining what you want and that self-assessment and reflection and know what you want ultimately helps you in, in making decisions across your life, not just your job, but ultimately with some of the college decisions too. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are really focusing too hard on that. I know for me, I jumped in exercise science and didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. Um, but why did you, you know, now you're using some of the, the finance and marketing that you studied at University of Illinois. Why did you want to study that in the first place as well when you were that 17, 18 year old kid? So to that previous question, I think it's easier to just go with more and better, right? Like, oh, this is a, a move up for a lot of people who are in their career trajectory, right? Hey, I got to chase this next move up. I have to chase the next chase the next move up. I have to go to the bigger company. I have to go to the better brand recognition. Um, it's very easy to have that just be like a natural reaction. And I think that a lot of it comes down with schools and, and selections and, and things like that. Uh, also, where it's a lot easier to just say, hey, well, I got in here and that's kind of where I'm going to go now, right? And I think the experience of going to U of I was driven by that, where it was like, oh, well, this is just kind of what you do now. Um, and I think it was going through some of those things that now provide a better context of, hey, no, just because a decision on paper may look like it could be a better one, five years from now could look very different. And then not only five years can turn out very different, but how you go through that five years can have a big impact across so many different facets of, of you know, life and, and kind of where you go. So, yeah, I think that it's, uh, yeah, something that based on you and I chatting, like you wish they'd roll out a little bit earlier. That's that's exactly right. And But I, I think too, it's like, it's one of those things where like, sometimes you need to live through some of these decisions. Why be purple also, heart? But I also right. That, I also think that it's important to um, when you're going through these types of situations to have somebody else who could talk you through those things as well to um, to really understand where that is. Um, now, just based upon all of your life experience as we're wrapping up, one of the questions I love to ask to finish up shows is if you were teaching a college 101 class based upon all of your previous life and work experience, what would you teach and why? Ooh, 
Man, I think it would be, uh, I think mindset would probably go into it, right? I think that would be the core of it. Uh, as I think once again, it just stretches across relationships, professional, personal, um, you know, and I think you're a, a great example of that, of like, hey, how do you bring value? How do you build people up? Um, how do you surround yourself in a community, right? That, that empowers you to be a better dad, be a better husband, right? Provide more value, grow personally, professionally. Uh, and I think once again, going back to the decision-making stuff, right? I think that's something that isn't uh, probably talked about as often or as frequently. And I think that would be a, a great aspect. These 18-year-old cousins you're mentioning, I think you know everybody could get a ton of benefit just from having more of those those conversations. You're absolutely right. I think it's needed. Um, it's so funny that I still have some of those same conversations with um, with people who are in their 17, 18, people who are more in my age range, and even the people that are 50, 50 years old who are looking for their next role in their career too. So it's really interesting that that mindset and that slowing down and the self-awareness is important across your entire life. And I think that that's one of the big things that I try to um, really uncover in these episodes is like, what are those life lessons? And what are those things that people are learning that ultimately could uh, transfer out to the everybody else listening? So um, Joe, this has been an awesome conversation. Uh, where can people learn more about you promo wise and everything you have going on? Yeah, I think LinkedIn is a great place uh, to keep an eye out for a lot of the things we're rolling out. Have some exciting new developments coming through on uh, how we're helping clients reach better customers, better contacts, create better accounts, uh, and overall just drive better performing marketing programs. So some exciting things we've been working on over the past few months. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. LinkedIn is definitely going to be the best place to uh, kind of keep an eye out for, for all that's developing. Yes. And tell Joe when you connect with him that you heard him here first on the 20% podcast. Joe, thank you so much. Hey, appreciate you as always, man.